Is This Enough? With James O'Connor and David Hall. Welcome to Is This Enough? The really brilliant game show that is both brilliant and excellent. We hope you enjoy this compilation of our favourite rounds from the first 11 episodes. If you're new here, welcome! I am comedian and musician David Hoare, and with me each week is comedian and actor James O'Donoghue. Each week we make up three exciting rounds for each other that the other one doesn't know about, and quiz each other silly. If you've listened before, please let us know if we've missed any of your favourite rounds. James and I have been recovering from the summer events, and we will be back soon. Until then, please follow us on socials via at isthisenoughpod, and please Please enjoy this best of episode of Is This Enough? Round two is called MC You Gotta Be Kidding Me. <laughs> David, the company that used to be one old anti-Semitic man making mouse drawings has somehow swallowed all of culture. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, or as Disney insiders call it, Keys Jangling Limited, is a giant multi-billion <laughs> franchise that has made more money in the last decade than, I don't know, Sweden? Is that true? <laughs> Fuck it. Sounds right. Who are you? Fatcheck.com? No, you're not. You're a professional comedian, musician, and Twitch streamer with love to give and an ever-expanding need to be loved. But David, enough about you. Let's get on with the round. Since Endgame, the MCU hasn't an MC clue what to MC do, and some of its co- and some of its upcoming MC movies sound like they could make you say MCPU. So, David, which one of these upcoming MCU movies and TV shows are true, and which are made up by yours truly? And by yours truly, I mean me, James O'Donoghue, a comedian and friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. These are all worth. These are all worth forty point. Uh, no, these are all worth twenty points each. Mm. Uh, however, there is a lot of them. So let's crack on. I will warn you now that I, but I haven't done it recently. But I do like to go onto Disney's upcoming films to be released thing quite often because they're like, you think how many films has a production company got in production at any one time they might be releasing say three or four films this year how many films have they got production filming planning yeah yeah. and you look at disney and it's about 80 films yeah yes insane and it's like not only remakes and reboots it's like sequels to the reboots and remakes and spin-offs of them and I like to look at it quite often. I like to look at it on my Twitch stream and just see my chat get ever more depressed. So with that in mind, let's go. Let's go. As Mario says, hmm. David, uh, I know also that you're not big into Marvel. and uh, Well, I was, I, but then they just made it and they just, boring. They made yeah, they just it kept really boring. Boring. Guardians this of the Galaxy is... Two was the f- Guardians of the Galaxy, the fun franchise, the one where they've got a raccoon and a tree and they do jokes and stuff, and then they're like, ha 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 ha, feelings, and you're like, fuck off. Continue. Uh, also, so this is a marker of how much David does dislikes Marvel at this point. Uh, I was with David. Uh, I think the weekend that Endgame came out. And uh, he Googled the plot and read it in front of me. 
Um, oh, I so did. So I yeah. saw Endgame twice that weekend. Once in the big screen. Second, seeing it unfold as David was reading its Wikipedia entry and going, <laughs> "Oh, oh, God!" I like to do that. Uh, so, David, hi. Is this an upcoming MCU movie? Is it Captain America: New World Order? Is that a real thing? Problem is that people talk to me about Captain America quite a lot, so I believe that they've made one of the other people the Captain America. That is true. Yes. So, like Bucky O'Hare or whatever his name is. So, uh, uh, no, it's it's another guy. Is it not Bucky O'Hare? Okay, it's not. Uh, it's if, not Bucky Barnes. If we weren't going to get sued for me doing the most accurate recreation of it, I would do the entire Bucky O'Hare rap for you right now. I'll do a sample in another dimension, another time and space. A parallel universe is falling on its face. When out of the chaos, who else could it be? Bucky Animal Avenger from SBACE. Bucky, Captain Bucky O'Hare. I'll stop there. Uh, I prefer Bucky O'Hare to the MCU. I think that is true. That is indeed true, David. You've won yourself a crisp 20 points. Uh, that is, uh, of course, upcoming uh, where they've got some guys. Uh, also, a lot of people annoyed because it's uh, got one of the MCU's first Jewish superheroes and they've called it New World Order, which is rank. Um, Spicy. But that's okay. We press on. Mm. That's not getting Discord now. Hey now. Uh, <laughs> hey now. You're an all star. We record this Get the on show Discord, on. the app Discord. That's where that's a good we... joke. Carry on, James. David, is <laughs> Snowflame an upcoming movie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe? The woke Snowflames. Uh... The woke. The Wome Snowflame. <laughs> you having a stroke, James? <laughs> Yes, and once I've finished, I will continue. <laughs> Great. Um, Snowflame, what would that be? That, is this, wait, wait sorry. Ma, is this only Marvel Cinematic Universe? Is this, this is any, only okay. strictly the MCU, not the DC Universe. Or just any other Disney films. Because the problem or is that any I, other Disney films. I have read. The problem with I find with Marvel's MCU Universe is that the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe is that I read I was a big fan of Spider-Man growing up I've read quite a lot of books I've read Civil War I've read Secret War I've read all these things so I know that A there's a lot to go on and B there's a lot of superheroes that never made it there's like A-list there's B-list there's C-list there's D-list there's what are the other letters of the alphabet there is (laughs) So Snowflame could easily be one because they were like, oh, we could talk about disparate things. And, oh, they, uh, they, 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 they've got problems this way and problems that way. It could be a bipolar superhero. You never know. So- it could be a superhero that's sad. David, you got to get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, Spider-Man famously chipper. Um, so I'm going to say Snowflame is not. That is correct. Snowflame, of course, is not an upcoming MCU. There is, however, a character from DC Comics called Snowflame who gets their powers from cocaine because the 1980s was a hell of a time for comic books. (laughs) 
David, is this an upcoming MCU movie? The Blade reboot. They reboot in Blade? Uh, I think about Blade Trinity about once a week because it's got Ryan Reynolds in it, but it's also clearly, very clearly, got lots of product placement for Apple products when they were still on the rise. (laughs) So there's basically a bit where some vampire hunters are about to go vampire hunting and uh, they've got an iPod or an iPod Nano or something and Blade is in a car with one of them and goes, what are they doing? And they go, oh, they're making playlists to listen to before they go kill vampires. And it's like them making a playlist on their iPod. And I I think about that about once a week. I think that they are rebooting Blade because why the fuck wouldn't they? Of course, David. I tell you why, because nothing is good is this enough james round david seven for this episode 11 spectacular birthday edition of is this enough james you may be thinking david didn't get me anything for my birthday well james you would be wrong for this episode uh for round seven this uh round is called happy birthday for a very special person from a very special person. This is for 69,000 points. Who have I got a cameo from for your birthday? Bonus points if you can guess how much I spent on the cameo. If you don't know about Cameo, (laughs) the website... I uh, went on there. You can basically pay celebrities to wish happy birthday to somebody or get them to say anything. (laughs) I've got them to say happy birthday to James. David, what have you done? What have you bloody done? I've gone on Cameo and I've got that. And all I need you to do is guess who it is. Oh, my God. And bonus points if you can guess how much I spent on them. James, do you understand the premise? And more importantly, are you excited? I, I, I understand and I'm overwhelmed and close to tears, David. It's your birthday. Can't not do anything except for your birthday. Here is celebrity number one. Hello, James. David's told me what such a big fan you are. So I just wanted to wish you happy birthday from all of us here. Uh, have a great day. Which celebrity oh my could that God, be, James? David. Was that Craig Mazing? The producer of Chernobyl. Is that your final answer? Is that Craig Mazing? Yeah, I, I'm going to say it's Craig Mazing, David. <laughs> Fantastic. Here's the answer. Happy birthday, James, from me, Michelle Obama. For oh, Hyphen. my God, it's Michelle Obama. <laughs> so you missed out on 69,000 points there. Can you guess how much I spent on that, James? I'm going to say you spent, a, spent 45. Four dollars for the forty-fourth first lady. I'm sorry, I spent sixty-nine pounds on that, James. Question oh. number two. I've spent so much money on these people, so much time getting this all sorted out. Number two, which celebrity is this that I've got to say happy birthday to you? Yeah, I hope you're not feeling raw from yesterday's festivities. Happy birthday, James. David's told me you're a very big fan. I hope you got your claws into some fun last night. 
Who could that oh be? Oh my god! It's a celebrity. Are they giving you it's some a, clues? They might it's be. It's a big celebrity with roaring claws. Could it be some sort of meaty wolf man? <laughs> is that your final answer? Is it Hugh Jackman? Is it Hugh Jackman? Is it? Is it Hugh, Hugh Jackman? Jackman? If it was Hugh Jackman, how much do you think I would have spent on Hugh Jackman? I think you would have spent. Five dollary doos. Let's find out who it was. Here, happy birthday, James, from me, Leo the Lion, from the MGM logo. Oh my god, it's Leo the Lion from the MGM logo! I got the real Leo the Lion from the MGM logo. How much do you think I spent on Leo the Lion? (laughs) (laughs) I think you spent... Because you're such a big fan. (laughs) 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 When you you first introduced this round, I was like, fuck, is he spent money? I spent lots of money. (laughs) But now I (laughs) realise... James, the true gift of money, and I can get celebrities. The true gift is fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Then you spend. (laughs) Did you spend one hundred and fifty pounds on Leo the Lion? No, I spent sixty nine pounds, (laughs) James. James, I could afford to get you one more birthday oh. gift from a celebrity i've used up all of my cameo credits for the month my bank is knocking on the door they really really want me to pay my credit card bill but james who here is wishing you a happy birthday hey up doc just wishing you a very left-wing birthday from the most left-wing person you could ever meet who can oh it be that's you happy birthday, James? Was it the old, was it the old muck and Nish? Was it Nish Kumar, did you say? Was it old mate Nish? <laughs> Let's see if that was Nish Kumar. Keep on rocking in the free world. Happy birthday from me, Vladimir Putin. Oh my God, <laughs> it's Vladimir Putin. <laughs> that must have cost at least 65, 69 pounds. It was 69 pounds. Oh. oh my god! So a possible 207,207 points. You got 69 points. Putting you on a cool... to play for uh, you really could <laughs> you really could but I won't uh, James it's over 
to you. Hello, it's me, Judith Chalmers. I'd just like to say congratulations, lads, on your first 11 episodes. There's so many episodes. I'm a big fan. I particularly like the episode about the yacht. Goodbye. Now, I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Because it's episode 10, I thought I'd invite a few of my many friends and well-wishers round. So please be upstanding for returning champion, the theatre critic, editor and outlaw. It's Mr. Michael Holmiel. It's my friend Michael Holmiel. I'm off for a crap. (laughs) I'm off to salute Thomas Crapper himself. Bye-bye, folks. Hello, Tommy. (laughs) Hello, David. Are you well? How are your stools? I'm well. My stools are great. It's lovely to see you. How are you? Very good. Very good. What a handsome boy. Doesn't he look handsome? Now, David, as editor of South Brislington Theatre Lovers Quarterly, I have been in contact with some of the finest stage actors this country has ever produced. I saw Laurence Olivier play John Gielgud as Peter O'Toole. I saw Richard Burton play every Shakespeare character ever written in one word, loops. Five hours standing ovation. My hands were two bloody stumps. I saw Dame Judy Dench play an old sturdy bench, mesmerising. <laughs> In fact, I love nothing more than sitting back and reading reviews of productions in old issues of The Stage magazine before going out for a lovely bit of murder. You'll never catch me. I live in the walls. In my evening blood-drenched perusals of said publication, one name stands out, and that name is Danny Dyer. (laughs) Truly a giant of stage and screen. I am absolutely fascinated with him. Who could forget his turn as gun lad in Bloke Shooter? Or Cockney (laughs) Fuck in Fuck Cockney? Or is King Henry V in EastEnders? Mesmerising. I have compiled all the reviews I've collected with him with quotes from the great man himself. Unfortunately, due to a scuffle when I had to scarper from the Rosers' quick smart at a large homeware store, several pages from the Argos catalogue made its way into my dire scrapbook. So join me as we play Who Said That? Danny Dyer or a Deep Fat Fryer. <laughs> Thank and you I'm very much. To, I'm so excited. I'm going to read you some quotes and you're going to tell me Who Said That? Danny Dyer or a Deep Fat Fryer. Each of these, because it's episode 10, is worth 10,000 points. <laughs> so David, who said this? Was this Danny Dyer or a Deep Fat Fryer? Mm. No one has ever asked Santa what he wants for Christmas. <laughs> Is it uh, Danny Dyer? Yes, David. <laughs> that was, of course, Daniel Dyer. <laughs> uh, did you know that Danny Dyer's daughter's name is called Danny Dyer? Danny Dyer, Danny Dyer. Mm. Have you fallen asleep again? What? <laughs> Oh, God. It's like Richard IV Part Two, <laughs> A play that's not been invented yet. But when it comes out, I'll hate it. Mm. Now, David, 
Who said this? Bringing up a toddler. Now, this is a good one. Bringing up a toddler. David, this is marvellous. Bringing up what wit? Bringing up a toddler is like borrowing a monkey for a couple of years. They just shit all over the gaff and proper take the piss out of you. I would suggest that that may be, and that was delightful. Uh, was that also Danny Dyer? It was Daniel Dyer. <laughs> a bard for the now generation. Who said this, David? I've got a bit more sophisticated in my old age. I like a bit of jasmine tea. Was that a deep fat fryer? It was indeed a deep fat fryer. Ah, Do not ever feed your deep fat fryer jasmine tea. It will spit violently and burn you within an inch of your life, which Mm. is just like the last time I saw Peter O'Toole. (laughs) 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 Who said this? Mm. David Cameron's a twat. Oh, uh, oh, I assume that was Danny Dyer on something like 8 out of 10 cats does countdown or something. No, David, it was actually a deep fat fryer. God damn it. Strangely enough. <laughs> that we live and learn. Mm. I love potatoes, shove them in me big hole. <laughs> I'm going Danny Dyer on that. That is, of course. <laughs> The unmistakable quit of Danny Dyer. <laughs> and I who see said, through you. Oh, do you now, boy? <laughs> well, we'll see what happens now, you little cunt. <laughs> who said this? Was it Boris Johnson? <laughs> now, David, I offered you a strict binary choice, <laughs> and you've chosen. A third option. I would have expected that from that little non-binary freak that you present this with, <laughs> but not you, David. I had higher hopes from you. Oh, fine. Was it the deep fat fryer? No, David. It was actually <laughs> Danny Dyer. After a few schooners of ale at the Queen Vic, I can tell you that for free. All the other information I've imparted does cost, by the way. Mm. Well, David, I must say, you've won yourself... 40,000 points. Mm. I must say, I'm very impressed. You seem to know your dannies from your dyers. Mm. Very good. Now, <laughs> I'm off to see an execrable production of The Taming of the Shrew in Canesham. And after that, I'm off to assassinate the mayor of Castlebridge. Goodbye. Or as we say in the South Brislington Theatre Lovers Quarterly, goodbye, girl. Mm. <laughs> goodbye, girl. Oh, James, you're back. You just missed yeah. a wonderful time. Ah, oh, man. I, no, I had an excellent time having a crap. Yeah, how was your crap? Was it good? Uh, it's good. Hefty. <laughs> was it in the top two? <laughs> it was in the uh, top two. <laughs> of my toilet. I don't know how my toilet works. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Top of the Plops. <laughs> jokes, 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 jokes. Tell us a joke, mate. Here's one for you. An Englishman, an Irishman and a Scottishman walk into a bar. And the bartender says, hmm, Brexit? That is a joke uh, from uh, the news review that you can see 
at the uh, worst thing in the world. At the end of that round, James, uh, I have 40,000 points and you have 60 points. Oh, boy. <laughs> I might change this how is... many points that these <laughs> are for. No, no. No, no, David. Stick to the no, plan. No. Stick Fine. to the plan. Is this enough? <laughs> round one is called General Knowledging. James. Which of these is a blue clickable link on Wikipedia page for edging? Yes! <laughs> yes! This is for yes. 30 points, a question. The larder is becoming bare. <laughs> we can see the back walls. What's that tin? Oh, it's spam that can remember World War One. What about here? It's a broccoli that remembers 9-11. Yes! <laughs> We're close, guys. We're close. We're close. Come we on, are. chat. One last raid. As the streamers uh, say. As the streamers say. James, are you aware of what edging is? David, what do you think I'm doing right now? <laughs> I'm nearly aware of what edging is. Um, for the listener at home, edging is uh, a sexual practice in which you bring someone close to the point of orgasm and then ease off a bit and then try and bring them back. And you've got to try and do that as many times as possible. Like, I don't know, the Macarena. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Dun, 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 dun. Um, anyway, um, so, James, I don't know if you've uh, been on the Wikipedia page for edging recently, but on Wikipedia, they obviously have blue clickable links that take you to other Wikipedia pages. And for 30 points a question, I just want you to identify whether uh, what I've said is a blue clickable link or not. Do you understand? Yes. Great. Yes. Number one is the phrase sexual arousal. A blue clickable link on the Wikipedia page for edging. Oh, oh of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then you click on it and it comes up with a picture of your mum. <laughs> Yeah! I believe in get... the lore of the podcast is a penguin at this stage. Yes, yes. It's canon that David's mum is a sexy penguin. <laughs> David's mum's a penguin. David's mum's, David's a, mum's a penguin. We'll shag that penguin. Oi! Oh, God. I really hope my mum listens to this. Um, so... I know that my mum has listened to a couple of episodes and the feedback was... I don't think I'm your target audience. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. My girlfriend showed somebody at work and they turned around to my girlfriend and went, it's quite silly. Uh... <laughs> correct. I, I, yeah. Well, not only is that correct, but James, you are correct. You get yourself 30 clean points right there. Congratulations. 30 clean ones. Mm. Question number two. James is Sting on the Wikipedia page for edging as a blue click- clickable link. The sting artist the known artist. as Sting, not Sting oh, the wrestler. I think I heard that he's really into edging. Apparently so. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to imagine that on the Wikipedia entry for edging, there's a bit that says celebrity practices. <laughs> celebrity <laughs> practitioners. And Sting's one of them. Um, yeah, 
I'm all in on Sting. You're all in on Sting. Well, you shouldn't have been, because I rused you. You have been rused. Consider yourself rused. Uh, I fooled you. Sorry about that. Can our friendship maintain it? Yeah. Okay, great. Cool. Question number three. Is Alex Comfort a clickable link on the Wikipedia page for edging? Hello, my name's Alex Comfort. Mmm. Do you know what I like? Edging. That's not very comfortable. Maybe it makes me uncomfortable for a bit, but then I like it. Who is Alex Comfort? Is this someone I'm... Someone. It could be anyone. The inventor of edging. It's like the inventor of the toilet being Thomas Crapper. The enemy creates the friend. That's true. Is Alex Comfort a clickable link? Is it somebody I've just made up? I think Alex Comfort... Have I been doing my washing? (laughs) I think Alex Comfort is, is a clickable link. You are correct. Alex Comfort is the author of The Joy of Sex. So, congratulations. Whoa. Whoa. Now. A comfortable read. Mm. James, is the Venus butterfly a clickable link on Wikipedia page for edging? In what? Oh, I don't want to know the context of that turning up. <laughs> when you're done edging, you can come on a number of objects, including... <laughs> a Venus butterfly. <laughs> the Venus butterfly. This is turning to Brian Butterfield. That's fine. Hello, I'm, I'm Edging. <laughs> I'm Alex Comfort. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think the Venus Butterfly has any business mm. whatsoever. But other than it being unemployed, I don't think it's on the uh, Edging <laughs> Wikipedia page. Oh, James, I'm so sorry. The Venus Butterfly is a technique from the 1988 book The One Hour Orgasm. Whoa, that's too long. That's mm-hmm. too long. Which is the prequel to the one hour photo. <laughs> <laughs> or should that be sequel? I don't know. <laughs> James, have you shut down as a person? I've been in the sun a lot today. <laughs> James is half baked, but not in a kind of crazy drugs way, but just in a heat manifested way. I am half baked. I had. I'll tell you about this when we get to how are you. Or will we? Sure. Ooh. Wait, how do you know what the rounds are going to be? Whoa! James, one final question in this round. Is uh, Madagascar 2 a blue clickable link on the Wikipedia page for edging? Madagascar 2, yes. Yes. What's your reasoning behind that? Because I can't think of a sexier film. <laughs> Spit the tea. Spit the tea. <laughs> took a sip of tea after I asked that question. Uh, James, you're an idiot. That was wrong. Uh, but I love you. So with that, you got yourself 60 points for that first round. Hooray! 60 points! Yay. And my wife. And my wife. My uh, wife. Over to you, James. Hi, it's me, Barry Scott, back again with another well done for doing such a good podcast. Lads, you're absolutely brilliant. Bang, and the podcast is good. Please keep up the good work. Goodbye. David, this round is called Matt Hancock or a grandfather clock. I'm going to read a series of quotes and you're going to tell me who said them. Disgraced former health secretary and noted shagger Matt Hancock (laughs) or some handsome old grandfather clock. Mm. 
So who said, oh, these are all for 354 points each. Ooh. 354, because that's the amount of fucking Tories there are in the House of Commons. Ooh. Is this Matt Hancock or a grandfather clock? I'm a normal man, right? A normal guy. <laughs> but it's definitely Matt Hancock, because I've heard him say it. Um, <laughs> he said that recently. It's really fucking funny. It's very weird. Um, so that is yeah. indeed 354 like points to you. Well done. Give Who said one. this? 1203. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just uh, somebody asked him, How many people have you started shagging? And what year did you start shagging, Matt Hancock? <laughs> Started in 03, bro. He had sex with one lady in 2003 and then 11 ladies since the pandemic started. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Grandfather clock. We're going grandfather clock. That is indeed, of course, a grandfather clock. There we go, David. Uh, You're smashing this round. Hooray. Smashing this round. Uh, There were some mistakes we made in terms of measures. (laughs) Who said that? No, it was a grandfather clock after considering uh, maybe if a decimal time system would be preferable. Mm. 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 Makes you think, doesn't it? I'm thinking right now. I'm a normal man, right? A normal guy. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Matt Hancock? No, it was a grandfather clock in disguise as a person trying to get in to see the latest Marvel movie. He said this, bong, bong. <laughs> that was definitely Matt Hancock in one of his more illicit moods, probably. That that was indeed, that was Matt Hancock getting absolutely off his tits at Oxford. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, wind me up, why don't you? Again, Matt Hancock, he's got a short fuse big short that was fuse him though. he was actually talking to a grandfather clock that chimed in a way he deemed to be sarcastic <laughs> <laughs> wonderful three and you are young and life is long and there is time to kill today <laughs> and yet one day you find 10 years have got behind you he said that well i mean my music hipster brain can't not be like, it's Pink Floyd! Uh, so I'm going to say that was a clock because time, it's from the song Time by Pink Floyd. No, David, that was Matt Hancock having a sing-along to Pink Floyd in the shower. <laughs> However, at the end of that... I didn't that, know he showered. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> a sexy shower for when he's having sex with people. Mm. Uh, it Look, we can't be angry with a man just for falling in love. We can, however, be angry with him for a load of other reasons, such as being a real piece of shit. And at the end of that, speaking of pieces of shit, (laughs) David, you're not going to be feeling like shit because you've got 1,487 points. Give me the points. Give me the points. You have the points. Thank you. Is this enough? Round three is called Kazoo No You Can't. This is for 200 points per question. I have performed 
some of the more famous film scores of the world on Kazoo. And you just have to tell me which film they're from. Do you understand the premise? Well, I understand, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Is there anything we can do to cheer you up before we start? Could could it be on a kazoo? What, cheering you up on a kazoo? Yeah. Cheer up. Ah, oh, I'm delighted. <laughs> Question number one. Which film is this from? Which film is that theme? Oh, I've definitely seen another... It's quite, it's quite kind of. Would you like to hear it again? Yes, please. Okay, there you go. Ah. Any guesses? I'm guess. It. My head's going the King's Speech. I don't think it's the King's Speech at all. But <laughs> well, now you said it out loud, you don't need I'm to think lo- about the King's Speech. There we go. We can never think about the King's Speech again. That won loads of Oscars. Um, David, was that the Royal Tenenbaums? No, it wasn't. Unfortunately for you, it was the Dam Busters. Oh. As I feel like I did very well there on the kazoo. I wonder if I've done better with question number two. Which film is this from? It's every film on Netflix, isn't it? Can you be more specific? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, So it's a Netflix original. Uh, Is it... uh, is it glass onions? <laughs> Is glass onions your final answer? Yes, please. Uh, no, unfortunately for you, that was every single Hans Zimmer film, including Driving Miss Daisy. Would you like a lift, Miss Daisy? There's an extract for you there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I thought sorry, that was the Netflix currently opening. on... No, no points off of this round. So maybe Nilpois. you could uh, Nilpois indeed. Maybe James, you will do better with your final song. Which film is this from? Which film is that a loving rendition of performed on kazoo by David Hoare? That's right, me. David (laughs) Hoare. Stands for kazoo. (laughs) um, Could I hear it again? Certainly. Sugar David. (laughs) 
James is an actor and a keen fan of films. Can they guess which film that's from? David, I you you do these every week. Yeah. And and I never get them right at all. <laughs> and uh these are my favorite. This is my favorite thing of this quiz. And it's also the thing that I'm worst at. Uh, I just want to say Yeah. I'm having a wank. Um David is it it's not the no it's not the space invaders theme (laughs) that would be but it's close James is being very pensive this week David is it what could it be what could it be? The answer's out there. It's in the air. Where? 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 Give me a film. Is it Close Encounters of the Fifth Day? Of the fi- the Close Encounters of the the Fifth Day. <laughs> Yes. Not the third kind. Is this the the, no. the, the, the threequel? The fifth day. Oh, I'm sorry, James. That was, in fact, Schindler's List. Here's a full oh. rendition. Schindler's List is a very big list of people he is going to save. Mr. Hitler's very bad, but Oscar Schindler will save the day. We all love Oscar Schindler saving all the people. We all love Oscar Schindler triumphant over evil. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was something. So next time you watch Schindler's List, you'll be kicking yourself. <laughs> next time I... I a hunker down for a cosy film night. <laughs> um, did I have I ever told you about the time that, as part of um, my BA course, we had to go to the theatre lots? And one of the things we all had to see in the theatre was uh, a dance production that was 9 11 through the medium of interpretive dance. <laughs> what the- it went on for three hours. There was an interval, um, and it was nine eleven through the medium of interpretive dance. And I sat there in the first half, going, mm, "Very interesting." And I got to the interval, and I thought, "That was this is nine eleven through the medium of interpretive dance." Like, like it's like a bad Family Guy sketch. Yeah, but you actually saw it, it in real life. But I actually saw it. It went through... It must have gone through so many different... The, the person thought of it, turned to collaborators and went, are you interested in this? And they said yes. And they went and they saw Arts Council funding. They saw venues, performers, <laughs> And along the way, all these people said yes. <laughs> along the way, none of them said out loud 9-11 through the medium of interpretive dance. Because I'm hoping if you said that out loud, you'd stop. And 
no. That was uh, that was actually not the worst thing I ever saw in Arborist with Art Centre. Yikes. <laughs> so at the end of that, James, you have 60 points. 60 points. Hello, it's me, the Predator, from the hit Arnold Schwarzenegger film, The Predator. You'll never catch me. Just wanted to say, well done, lads. The only thing I won't be hiding from is brand new episodes of Is This Enough? Goodbye. This is a game in which I will read a series of facts about one of two groups of people and you will have to distinguish whether the events I'm describing happened to a famous London mob boss or a disgraced children's writer. That's right, David. It's time to play J. Cray Rowling. (laughs) Great. I'm all in. Okay, David. David. Yeah. This event. Did this happen to the Cray twins or J.K. Rowling? (laughs) Your best driver's been found down the Isle of Dogs wearing a pair of concrete shoes. Did that happen to the Cray twins or J.K. Rowling? (laughs) I um, imagine that unless she plays golf, J.K. Rowling didn't really have a specific driver. So I'm going to say that was the Cray twins. Oh, David, I'm so sorry. You've missed out on five points. Because, of course, that was from J.K. Rowling's autobiography, Rowling in the Money, the rags to witch's tale of a person who categorically lost the internet. So I'm afraid I can't give you the crisp five bob note that that would land in your palm. But you could potentially win 30 five points with this one David yes mad Frankie Fraser's been through your bins to try and shit you up your gang your mum they've all been shat right up and make no mistake is that JK Rowling or is that the Cray Twins who (laughs) has famed gangster and TV personality from the 90s mad Frankie Fraser been shitting right up I Again, seem to think that J.K. Rowling's fights are mostly done with words. Therefore, I'm going to say that's the Cray Twins. I'm sorry, David. (laughs) Unfortunately, that was J.K. Rowling on Twitter when she was first cancelled by the woke mob. (gasps) Not the woke mob. The woke mob. They're a real mob. The previously asleep mob. Mog? The previously Jacob, asleep Mog. I would love to see Jacob Reese mob. <laughs> you come to me on the day of my granddaughter's wedding with an offer I can't refuse. <laughs> Give me another one. David, this last one. This is worth 170 points. <gasps> You've updated your website to include facts about the Merlin stand-in character for your young adult magical fantasy series. Was this Ronnie Cray or was this JK Rowling? Not JK from Jamiroquai. (laughs) That would be a wild card answer, David. 
I'm going with JK from Jamiroquai. David! That's not the right answer. Shit! However, I'm going to sling you a cool 50 because you took the risk. <laughs> and I thank you for that. I am enjoying that I'm only getting points for pity. I think I've only you, scored you're... through pity so far. No, that's not true. <laughs> You've won. You got one thing right when both answers were right. Thank you. And so there we go. But yes, of course, that was from Ronnie Cray's website, Wizards You Tart, in which an East End gangster is taken to a magical ice cream van in Glasgow. Here's an extract of his first book in that. Get out of my fucking castle or I'll glass ya. Fuck. Here's an extract. You're a wizard, Mickey. Fuck off I am. I'll tell you something else. What? Count Elberforth, the Dark One, sends his regards. The rest of the book is then a series of onomatopoeic gun noises. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Well, at the end of those rounds, uh, you're on 350 and I'm on 120. 120! <laughs> James, round three is called Pastry or Masonry. Is this a type of pastry Ooh. or a type of masonry? Are you a fan of pastry, James? I fucking love me some pastry. Are you a fan of masonry, James? I can't tell you about that outside of a lodge. Hooray! This is for 3,000 points a question. Number one, are Gabians a type of masonry? Or a type of pastry. Gabians. Gabians. Um, I think that's a masonry sounding thing. It certainly is, James. You've got yourself 3,000 points. Hooray! Whoa! <laughs> James, is phyllo a type of pastry or a type of masonry? Yes, it's pastry. That's some crispy, crispy pastry. Oh, very good on the masonry and the pastry. I'm very proud of you, James. James, are secret handshakes a type of pastry or a type of masonry? Oh my god. Yes, it's part of masonry. Correct. Free masonry. <laughs> <sighs> James, question number four. Is French house a type of pastry or masonry? Masonry? Yes, it's masonry. <laughs> <laughs> And James, your final question in pastry or masonry is, I'm not impressed with this pepper spray, a type of masonry or pastry? Impressed with it? What? Uh, pastry? I'm sorry, James. I'm not impressed with this pepper spray. It's a type of masonry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, that was excellent. That was excellent, David. Ah, <laughs> uh, So at the end of that round, James, you're on 
13,500 points, and I'm on 96 points. It's so all say, to play for. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> or is there? Thing is, only I know how I'm scoring the next one. So I could be doing another mean little fucker where I'm going, it's 12 points again. Could be doing that. Thing is, we don't discuss the point system before any episode. So the stakes are way out of whack. Because you don't want to turn up week on week going, hey, this is worth 5,000 points. But then you might have set that as a precedent. So then the next week, that's all that there is to play for from the other person. And you're, you're giving God numbers. <laughs> it's a level of hell we've made. And I hope you enjoy it at home. Fucking enjoy it or else. All right, uh, over to you. If you don't enjoy this game. With apologies to the sound department. Who is myself? Go on, James. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, David. Now, for once, I have made a final round for this. this. Is the first. I know it's only taken three episodes, once, but you've managed to write a go. third question. <laughs> and I can think of no one better to read this final round. Then our good friend, Rodney Pump, <laughs> who is here with me right now. Hello, Rodney. I don't gag me. <laughs> oh, hey, Ow. Rodney. That was quite Hello, aggressive. David. <laughs> How are you now? It's me, Rodney Pump, here to save the pictures. I just came off a big franchise. Big, new, exciting stuff. Picture it, David. Sit on your fucking ass for once in your life and picture it. You freak. It's got everything. Explosions, lasers, tragedy, hot, sexy romances. <laughs> We're doing war horse in space. <laughs> it's World War One in space, and the motherfucking horse is gonna kill the Germans in space. But David, <laughs> of course, when you're a big shot Hollywood producer, director, and whatever the fuck I am, you get to know which of the great actors are true blue American patriots, and which of them. A lousy, treacherous, stinking communists. <laughs> so join me as we play Are They Now or Have They Ever Been Members of the Communist Party? <laughs> With Rodney Pump. Sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. For legal reasons, we're not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> For legal reasons, fuck Raid Shadow Legends. David, Christopher Walken, is he or is he not a communist? Uh, that is a very good question that I would like to know the answer of anyway. Um, he seems like an interesting fella. I think Christopher Walken... And you think communism's interesting, <laughs> do you? <laughs> you know, I don't hang around all the time with Nish Kumar but I find it interesting. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, Christopher Walken was a communist. No, of course not. He is a Nancy Sinatra obsessed cobbler. <laughs> In fact, I went to his little workshop once and I said, Chrissy, give me your fucking shoes. And you know what he said to me? He said, no, I'm not going to give you my shoes. For you see, they were not made. By my fair hand. 
I said, Chrissy, what do you mean? He said, Rodney, you know what I mean? These boots were made for walking. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> what a time. I hear he was murdered recently by a theater critic. <laughs> Terrible shame. <laughs> Well, give me the next one, please, Rodney. David, <laughs> for 50 points, David Cross, is he a communist? Comedian and actor David Cross from Arrested Development and Stand Up. He has one of my favourite... And the Chipmunks movies. He is in the Chipmunks movies as well. I'm going to say that he is not a communist. David, I tell you what, he isn't. He isn't cross about capitalism. That's right, he is not a communist. <laughs> so I well get 50 done. points. You get 60 points. A woohoo! David, Stanley Tucci, is he a communist? Now, Stanley Tucci, I always get confused with the other guy that looks just like him. Mark... Strong. Mark Strong and Stanley Tucci look like the same person. So I am going to remember that Stanley Tucci was in... Uh, I'm just going to go look at one-star reviews on his, of his on IMDb. <laughs> um, what was he? He's in the Hunger Games trilogy. That's probably got some one-star reviews. He is in the Hunger Games trilogy. All from me, because they were left-wing propaganda. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say that Stanley Tucci is a communist. That's right, David. He's a communist. <laughs> you know, the last project he was in, it was a rom-com. You know what rom-com stands for? Romanian communism. <laughs> you say it stood for Romanist communist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll laugh in character instead. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Don't lift the veil yet. <laughs> David, Ben Affleck, is he a communist? Uh, ben Affleck, he seems tired. He tried to be Batman. He was quite good as Batman, I've heard. And then, because I haven't watched any of those films, and then... Uh, What's the matter with you? You don't want to see two of the beefiest looking men you've ever seen having a scrap that's equivalent of two dads drunk outside of Weatherspoons. <laughs> I don't know what Weatherspoons is. <laughs> he just laughed a burp out of me. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that secret. Ben Affleck is a communist. That's correct, David. He's chasing Amy straight to Moscow. Um, David. Yes. For 50 points. Yeah. Is Natalie Cassidy a communist? For another 50 points. Can you tell me who. Na no fucking Googling, you piece of shit. <laughs> can you tell me who Natalie Cassidy is? Natalie Cassidy is uh, obviously um, 
uh, Sonia from uh, EastEnders. That's correct. So that's 50 points already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is she a communist? She, one of my favorite bits of any soap ever is her partner who, or ex-partner, having a go at her, being like, first you did this, then you did this, then you tried to be a lesbian, then you tried to, and basically listing off all of the things that she's done whilst he's attempted to have a relationship with her, which in reality would seem quite interesting because it's like, here's a list of all the things you've done which makes you kind of mentally unhinged. But all it is is him reading off like, we need something for Sonia to do this week in EastEnders. Truly, if Dickens was still alive, he'd be writing for that show. <laughs> I'm going to say that Natalie Cassidy is not a communist. That's correct, David. Natalie Cassidy is not a communist. In fact, the Queen Thick operates as part of a free market economy. <laughs> so, David, at the end of that round, you've got 340 points. 340 Blazer! Woohoo! <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye bye. Or as we say in the film industry, bye bye, girl. <laughs> That was unpleasant. (laughs) Uh, How are you feeling after being gagged by a hip Hollywood director? My throat hurts and I had a gig tonight in St. Albans. (sighs) Hometown of Enter Shikari, who might be number one this week. Hello, David. Hello, James. It's me. Donald J. Trump, the 45th president, probably 47th. People are saying it. Everyone's saying it. Everyone's doing a brand new dance. Come on, baby. Do the locomotion. I just wanted to vote in and say that this is maybe the best comedy quiz show maybe ever. People are saying it. Loads of people are saying it, folks. I just wanted to say I think James is a funny fucking Jew. And David, you're my favourite, because I particularly like your sweet little tushy. So I'm just going to leave you now, as we say at Trump Towers, bye-bye. Or as we really say, bye-bye. Hello, it's me, Davros. I love the podcast, lads. Keep up the good work. I particularly like any round that includes mad Frankie Fraser. Oh, he's a cheeky boy. Here's to 11 more episodes. Goodbye. Round one is called Gwenroll Knowledge. <laughs> I was trying to think of one. I was trying to think of one and, 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 and it was going to fuck you up. And then I remembered the the numbering, the way we order these doesn't work with me being able to do that because you already you you already start with a general knowledge themed thing. Yeah. So I thought oh, I'll, I'll I'll forget about it. Plus I can't think of any more. We've had general knowledge, general knowledge, general, general knowledge. Ah. <laughs> Welcome Great. to Gwenroll Knowledge. Are these lyrics sung by Gwen Stefani from No Doubt? <laughs> James, I have are you a fan? No doubt. 
<laughs> James, uh, are you a fan of uh, Gwen Stefani and or No Doubt? What do you think I'm listening to on these headphones, David? Hopefully me, I- but it could be like my suspicions from the Linkin Park guitarist who, while on stage playing in the end, is actually just listening to Stephen Fry audiobooks. Is that true? That's just what I was saying whilst I was watching them at Sonosphere because I watched them at Sonosphere and whilst they weren't playing songs from their first album, me and my friend were just taking the piss out of them because we were just waiting for the hits because we are villains. Um, so yeah, Gwen Stefani, lead singer of No Doubt, had a successful solo career as well with many hits written by uh, Pharrell Williams. So let's see how well James does with these. James, number one. These are for 10 points each. Was this a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani? This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Now, David, of course, that shit was bananas. Yes. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. And I, I am very excited to say, yes, David, that was that was indeed a Gwen Stefani lyric. Hooray! Yes. That was indeed from Hollaback Girl, allegedly written about Courtney Love. Uh, That is 10 points for you right there, James O'Donoghue. You must feel proud right now. I'm proud like a father. (laughs) A father whose son is finally going to jail. (laughs) And I'm proud of them for owning up to their mistakes. Unfortunately, their mistakes was war crimes. <laughs> James, number two, was this a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani? There's a shit in my jacuzzi. J-A-C-U-Z-Z-I. David, 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 David. I, I can't in all good consciousness say that, yes, that was a Gwen Stefani lyric. You, you, you're taking me for a fool. A plum fool, David. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that wasn't from Holocrack Girl. So, (laughs) correct, that is another 10 points to you, my friend, James O'Donoghue. James O'Donoghue, number three, was this a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani? Don't speak, I know just what you're thinking. Don't tell me, because it hurts. That was indeed her on a visit to a proctologist. (laughs) (laughs) Because she is a holocrack girl. Uh, correct, that is indeed uh, from the song Don't Speak, a no doubt hit. Wonderful. No no doubt. In it your mind. <laughs> no doubt we'll be making this pun again in the next 10 seconds. No doubt we will, David. <laughs> Question number four. Was this a Gwen Stefani lyric? Don't speak. I know just what you're thinking. Your card is the five of clubs. Oh, this is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> Yes, yes, they see that was Gwen's. That was Gwen. No, hold on. Sorry, I got confused between her and uh, another competing act called Gwen Stephanie. Uh, she was told to uh, stand down by both uh, Equity and the uh, and the Spotlight Actors Directory. Mm. Did you know that uh, Kesha, the uh, with a dollar sign, tried to get Kesha? from i think Ke- keisha from sugar babe to change her name being like i'm the only kesha and it's like no nah, that's my birth name i've had it longer than you i can't change it so i think kesha anyway should have changed her name to keisha <laughs> what with q i yeah 
No, James, you're wrong. Don't speak. I know what you're thinking. Your car was a five of clubs was not a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani. I'm very sorry. Your final question. Was this a lyric sung by Gwen Stefani? This shit is anti-disestablishmentarianism. A-N-T-D-I-E-S-S-T-A-B-L-I-S-H-M-A-N-T-A-R-I-A-N-I-S-M. Some people just just really want to rub not being dyslexic into my face. (laughs) (laughs) I am one of those people. (laughs) Look at him spelling. It's legible handwriting. David, I don't think that. I don't think that was a a Guinevere Stefani. (laughs) Is she Guinevere? Let's look it up. Probably just Gwyneth. You imagine if it was Guinevere. She's rocking there with a Tolkien-ass name. Oh, it's just Gwen. It's like when somebody's birth name is just Chris. You're like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'd add the rest if that was me. Uh, You know what what freaks me out sometimes? (laughs) You meet people who go by their middle name and you're like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? (laughs) I know a few people that go by a middle name because, like, they're father gave them their own first name which is such a like you will live my life you are mine you are my descendant you are not your own being okay that is one of the very few times where two wrongs make a right Mm. yeah at other times it's just because i'm sorry you're wrong james uh that was indeed from a gwen stefani song called spelling with gwen so at the end of that, <laughs> you've got yourself 30 points. Is this enough? David, I can't believe it again. I've had to pull out. I just asked your mum about that, right? <laughs> hey, she's very Catholic. David, I've had to not do this round because I've had to go and be involved in an exciting business opportunity that a friend of of mine from schools reached out so i'm gonna get involved on the ground selling some products Mm. so david while i'm off to visit triangle selling limited i'm gonna leave you in the capable hands of my good friend paul review the world's leading psychic medium and legitimate business owner (laughs) <laughs> oh, we'll see you in a bit James goodbye oh hi Paul how's it going hello I'm Paul Review nice to see you what's your name David I thought so <laughs> David I am a medium I am connected with the other side and I can communicate with the deceased as well as that, I am a director of an entirely legitimate business venture called Business Management Consultancy Business Limited. <laughs> we, op- we operate out of a shipping container in Wapping, and that's all you need to know, my matey boy, Sunshine. <laughs> Sun, I'm your dad. <laughs> so, David... Yeah. I'm going to ask you some questions from the dead slags. I mean, dearly departed. And you're <laughs> going to answer them nice and easy, all right? <laughs> comprende? I do comprende, yes. I knew you'd said that. 
Because <laughs> I'm a psychic. Now, David, what colour will Winston Churchill's socks that he used to wear on his little feety feet? What colour were his socks, David? I imagine Winston Churchill to wear, like, like either bright red or, like, a maroon. A maroon sock, you reckon? A maroon sock, yes. Be very good for the uh, Blitz, wouldn't it? You could be up to your ankles in blood. Mm. But you wouldn't know it. (laughs) You just wouldn't know it. So, let's find out. You and I, together. Lights. Light a candle, David. Light a candle and sing the ancient words. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the weight of somebody. I want to dance with somebody. Somebody that's dead. (laughs) Oh, we're making contact, David. We're making. Is that you, Winston? Is it? Socks of cyan. The cyan socks. <laughs> Made from the shiniest silk. Spun from the finest spider. Who I fed like a king. Like a king, David. It's me, Winston Churchill. I'm afraid you didn't win any points. However, would you like to ask me a question, David? Any question you want. For me, Winston Churchill. What's your favourite brand of cigar, Winston? David, did you know that my favourite brand of cigar was Aldi own brand? <laughs> Bye-bye. Or as we say in the afterlife, boo-bye. <laughs> oh, God, blimey. I'll tell you what, David. Yeah? The thing about being dead yeah. is it's nothing. It's like being in Brussels. <laughs> Did you know when I tried to light the candle there that I got an actual lighter out and I tried to light it and I nearly set my pop shield on fire? Carry on. Baby, that's very silly. <laughs> Look, we got no sign for silliness in my line of work. You know where silliness gets you? In a pair of concrete dance shoes. <laughs> ah, David. Yeah? Question number two. Oh, by the way, do you know how many points these are all worth? I don't know. 666 points each. Spooky numbers. (laughs) Not to be confused with spooky E numbers, Mm. such as vitamin boo. (laughs) David, (laughs) how many nipples? Did Sir Bruce Forsyth have? Ah. <laughs> it would be nice to see them. To see them nice. Um, I appreciate I... that, David. I really do. <laughs> exactly my type of humour. <laughs> I think Bruce Forsyth has two nipples. Two nipples. Well, 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 well. Shall we see if we can find out? Yep. Brucey! Here's a Brucey bonus. Bit of life. 
dancing, no, keep, keep dancing, keep dancing, dance for him, <laughs> dance for the Lord of Misrule, dance while the fires lap at your feet, dance. Oh, blimey. I can confirm from my contact with the deceased that he has six nipples like a <laughs> fucking pig. David. Yeah. I've helped a lot of people come into contact with the dead. Mm-hmm. Some people will say that I'm sensitive like that. Other people say that I'm a violent menace. <laughs> what would you say, David? Choose wisely, will you, boy? think that as long as you're only asking them quiz based questions and you're not using it to further your own evil game that's probably fine it's the correct answer there <laughs> ah, yeah here's the last question for you David yeah where the fuck is Johnny Six Fingers <laughs> where is he where the fuck has he gone to, that Muppet? What's he got involved in there? Uh, the obvious joke here would be Norwich, although that might be where, where he comes from. But I don't believe in that. Oh, sort that's of very stuff. funny, David. It's <laughs> uh, very funny. In I fact, just... I might give you the points for that alone. Wonderful. Um, Bruges? Brussels? Are they Brussels. the same place? Brussels? You reckon Johnny Six Fingers in Brussels? I do, yeah. Well, let's find out. <laughs> Johnny boy! <laughs> yep! Where are you? Is that you, John? John? Where are you, son? Where are you? Speak to me. Make contact, John. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> He's in the fucking drink, isn't he? Well, I told him to keep out his safe shields. <laughs> well, David, at the end of that round, I'm afraid you scored no points. Oh, damn it. However, yep. I am rather impressed in your abilities. You should join me here at... Whatever this character's name's lovely academy for speaking with the fucking dead. <laughs> Who am I again? Paul Review. Paul Review's academy for speaking with the dead. <laughs> you should also join me here at Business Management Consulted Business Limited, PLC. You know what they say about Business Management Business Consultants Limited, PLC? Can't be traced. Well, David, as we say in the uh, criminal underworld, as well as the actual underworld, bye-bye. Bye-bye, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like that fucking Disney slag. Good boy. Oh, James, you just missed oh, Paul Review. Oh, fuck Paul Review. I've How's just your scammed. business going? Yeah, no, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> don't want to talk about it. I owe someone a lot of Herbalife. Mm. Uh, which is the sponsor for this week's episode of Is This Enough? For legal reasons, we're not sponsored by Herbalife. For legal reasons, 
Herbalife does not exist. For legal reasons, Herbalife may exist. Uh, however, for moral reasons, we'll cut that there. Yeah, for legal reasons, KFC isn't used making 13 secret Herbalife spices. <laughs> For legal reasons, uh, what you shouldn't do with Herbalife is, uh, if you get involved with selling it, is message your friend who's just uh, going through a bereavement, which is how I found out about Herbalife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. Cool. So if you're listening to this, my friend Robbie from school, sort it out, you mad (laughs) bastard. Uh, uh, I, so I heard from a good friend that you didn't win any points for that. No. However, the spookiest thing of all is losing. So I'm going to give you 666 points anyway. Aww, uh, so there we nice go. Of you. We hope you enjoyed this best of episode of Is This Enough? Please give the podcast a follow and a five-star review on your chosen podcast app. And please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. Our handle is Is This Enough Pod. We hope you'll listen to some more episodes and we'll see you again soon. But until then, bye bye guys.